0: Uh, All right, so gentlemen. Episode <laughs> twenty six, and uh, I think we've started an episode like this before. Like Adam needs to check his pants.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I don't think he this just the completely first shit himself.
0: <laughs> so I have some sad news for you guys. Um, I heard today that the zoo for Tiger King was closed. Not sports related, but oh no, it is closed. Oh yeah. COVID. COVID officially Close nope. Just gave up his Carol. Uh,
1: Carol, Carol didn't <laughs> want to keep it. They ran, ran out of roadkill to kill to <laughs> Yeah, feed the tigers?
0: Apparently, he gave Wal- up his...
1: Walmart can stock stuff, so they can't. USDA
0: <laughs> license for exotic animals after a judge ruled that the zoo was transferred illegally or... Not, I don't know. Anyway, it's closed. You can't go to Tiger King's Zoo anymore.
2: Sad. Maybe Mike Tyson will take them in.
0: <laughs> Maybe he's kind Some of busy. stray cats. Some stray cats. <laughs> So I got a funny story for you guys. I got thinking about this today. I'm like, I gotta share this with the guys. So as you guys know, I've you good over there.
2: I'm, I'm doing. Well. Please <laughs> silence your cell phones.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm filling in the league Wednesday nights because somebody got hurt, and the other partner said, "Hey, can you finish out the season for me?" I said, "Yeah, I'll do that." As you know, I'm not busy, so I said, "Sure, why not? Give me an excuse to go play Wednesday night." So last week was my first week, and I hear the story of uh, they have these group of guys that they hang out after, kind of the same guys. And if you have the highest net, you acquire the dick putter. It is a putter shaped like a penis, and one side's flat, and you actually putt with it.
1: Did, yeah. you, did you try to get I it I have tonight?
0: not <laughs> seen the actual putter. I just heard the story because I left right after last week. No, because my net is not that high.
1: Yeah, but you could try.
0: I'm not part of that group. (laughs) And then just Uh. never go back. (laughs) (laughs) So there's rules to the dick putter.
1: Hang that up on the down here. The rule
0: is you cannot, you lose the dick putter when you lose it. You can't just be like, I'm going to use it for league. They They have a rule you're supposed to use it whenever you play, but the guys don't follow that rule. You have to use it during league. And last week, my partner, Andy, shout out to Andy. He said, I was in the running this week for the dick putter. And he said, I had to wait around because I didn't play well. And they came in. He goes, I was tied with somebody else. He was tied with the guy who currently held the dick putter. So he said, oh, well, if it's a tie, do we, does he just keep it? And they said, oh, no, no, no. They have what they call a whack-off. <laughs> <laughs> and what they do is they go out of the putting green, they throw two balls, the rest of the group picks which putt, which ball, and they both hit the putt. and The closest to the pin wins, you know, the other person gets the dick putter. And he did not acquire the dick putter, but I figured I'd tell you guys a story that that's that is a thing. They have a dick putter.
1: I mean, I've seen like pictures on the internet, but I didn't think it was like a real thing. Yeah,
0: I saw the picture too, and I didn't, but yeah, apparently it's a real thing. And you got to carry it in your bag, and there's no head cover.
1: I mean, why would you want to? have What if cover? you, like, bought, like, a condom to throw yeah. a cover? You just kept sliding it out of the box? Oh, <laughs> boy. I mean, that's no different than people using iron covers, right? <laughs> Same thing.
0: Mm, it's right up there.
3: Yes, it's different. <laughs> a condom on a dick butter is <laughs> definitely different than iron covers.
2: Yeah. That's just, like, a high-stakes version of playing Snake. We would always do that... Uh, in Michigan, we'd play uh, the last person to three putt is holding the snake. So whenever you see the beer cart, they have to buy everybody whatever drink they want. And at the turn, if you're holding the snake, you buy everybody a drink, and so on and so forth. Whenever there's the opportunity to to buy a drink, if you're holding the snake, because you three putted last, which conveniently seems to happen a lot in our group somehow, the snake gets passed back and yeah. forth. Except this is like high stakes because now you're you're holding butter. a snake. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> a <laughs> figurative snake. Figurative snake. Yes. Huh. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. No dick butter for me, and I will don't ever come up with that idea. Say, hey, we should get a dick butter, guys. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm not for it. (laughs) So, let's get started with baseball.
1: You're not for playing with it?
0: It's a dad joke. I don't know if you caught that.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: For playing it. It's
1: It's been a while since I had one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: So, let's start with baseball. The hot news right now is Fernando Tatis, junior. Junior. um, Against the Rangers the other night, he swung at a 3-0 pitch, hit a grand slam in the eighth inning. They were up, I believe, seven runs. So I guess the million-dollar question to all you guys is, are you okay with this? The quote-unquote unwritten rules.
3: So so the reason you're asking is because the opposing manager – called him out in the post-game, whatever, interviews. And his manager <laughs> didn't,
0: didn't defend him.
3: Okay. Um, I 100% support Fernando Tatis Jr. hitting a grand slam on a 3-0 pitch. Uh, if you don't want me to hit a grand slam on a 3-0 pitch, don't load the bases. Don't give up seven runs prior to me coming up. And don't serve up a meatball three zero
1: and probably not let the count go to three zero.
3: Yeah. There are certain unwritten rules in sports that I agree with. This one, I don't even... To me, somebody made up the fact that this is an unwritten rule. I agree. Because the situation's coming now. It's not a known unwritten yeah. rule that you don't hit a three zero grand slam when you're up by seven Yeah, runs.
1: I, think, I think like one, something similar to that would be... Like, if you're up seven, you don't steal you second don't, base. Yes. Like, that one makes more sense. Yeah. But... Three zero. You're supposed to stop swinging all, the bat. I don't think there's a right. I I very rarely I think any these days people are giving take signs. You know what I mean it feels like yeah, a guy a guy in the major leagues is smart enough to know right. You know should I take this or do I have the the green light? Yeah.
3: So I, I whoever has a problem with this, much like Adam probably has a big old dump in their pants, <laughs> and. Uh, I think it's so st- like what yeah what are you supposed to do go up there and purposely get out
0: yeah yeah and that's it's, what I I read somebody said okay so you take three oh, now it's three one because that the pitcher's got to be aggressive he's gonna he's gonna pipe it yeah. right right because the bases are loaded yeah are you gonna walk in a run so now it's three one then anything can happen you foul off a pitch you swing at a breaking ball because you know he's being aggressive still now it's three two or you ground into a double play and he's over um I've been looking at this from the reverse side. So, my, my opinion is I've always been a fan of the or against it. If a guy hits a bomb off you and you're pissed off that he, quote, unquote, pimped the home run, don't fucking throw it down the middle of the plate, right? Don't give up the home run. Like, why should I give a shit if your feelings are hurt? Because if that pitcher goes out and, you know, closes out a big inning with three strikeouts or has a big game, do you think he's not out there fist pumping and, quote, unquote, pimping you when he strikes you out? Yeah. It's part of the game. It's part of being competitive. If you can't handle it, then don't play. Yeah. That's I, just my personal opinion.
1: I, w- I wish he would have flipped the bat and then pimped it around the Absolutely.
0: bases. Absolutely. I mean, uh,
1: he ran around the bases, not like he right. dogged it.
0: So here's my actual. And, s- and
1: seven runs is not a ton in Major League. I, right. I forget. I mean, it was like seventh inning, too. It wasn't.
0: It was the eighth inning. They oh, eight were th- up by seven. But Texas still. It was in Texas. So Texas still had two at, two, bats, two at bats. Which is nothing. So here here's my hang up with this. The manager basically didn't defend him. The other manager's pissed off and instructs his pitcher to throw at whoever was next. I can't remember who it was up. Machado. Machado.
1: He was right. Machado was ready for it.
0: Yeah. So my issue with this is a couple things. We're only playing sixty games this year, so games mean a lot more. So as a manager, if I'm a GM, I'd say the manager, okay, you're pissed off. Are you telling me you basically were packing it in for the night because you were down seven? Hmm. Right. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. The, you, you're, these guys shouldn't be swinging at pitches because they basically already have the game in the bag. Because if that's the case, then I don't want you to be a manager. I don't. I don't need you. I can find somebody else who's going to be motivating and try to win ball games. Because oh, by the way, we're only playing sixty games. One game could make a difference. If you stop playing in the eighth inning because you're down seven, then. Find somebody else who's going to, A, either manage better or, B, play harder. Yeah.
1: And I haven't – I've been looking a lot. I, I have not seen anybody that's like, he should not have done that. No. it's So, someone that we know from the area got drafted. It was Dan. Yeah. Did you see his tweet? I did. So, he said, oh, I've always wondered why hitters take on 0, zero counts and take 3-0. He goes, I was burned a handful of times, uh-oh and it was my own fault, laying an 87-mile-per-hour fastball down the pipe. Carlos Gomez hit a leadoff 400-foot tank off me first pitch, and I'll never forget it. Good hitters should and will feast on that.
0: Those are your best pitches to hit. 3-0, don't care what score is. 3-0, probably 0-0.
1: Right. And you think about his time there, and you always see it. Usually, first pitch of the game is a fastball, more than likely.
0: I don't don't know. I used to have a Little League coach who was like, take the first pitch, Mike. If that thing's coming up the pipe, it's going right. back out where yeah. it came from. I just I'm not going to take the first pitch. The other tweet I
3: saw was from Trevor Bauer, who okay. tweeted at Tatis. This is a great. I love <laughs> Trevor Bauer, by the way. I saw this. I think Trevor Bauer has become a clown, to be <laughs> honest with you. But I did. I know where you're going to read. and I like this one.
0: He said, "Hey Tatis, listen up. One, keep swinging 3-0 if you if you want to, no matter what the game situation is. Two, keep hitting homers, no matter what situation is." Three, keep bringing energy and flash to baseball, and making it fun, which we've talked about. Baseball lacks in that category. And four, the only thing you did wrong was apologize. Stop
3: that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I agree with him. I mean, and that's a pitcher saying that. Yeah, right. But the whole, like, the statement of keep hitting home runs, three zero. So, if he had hit a two run double instead, if he, if it wasn't a home run, if he just hit a line drive to the gap, right. On three zero and scored two runs. Are we? Are talking we still about having it? this argument? Right. Like, no, it's a great. No, yeah, it's, it's the
1: same thing. Right. Uh, and, and obviously not the same thing. But yeah, you're still instead of putting four runs, you two runs. Yeah. You know it's. So
3: yeah, anybody that's got a problem with this, just.
0: And then the next night he keep stole. It moving. Keep him moving. He stole third. Did you guys see that? Yeah. No. He stole third. The pitcher wasn't even hadn't even wound up yet. <laughs> like he just got the
3: ball back. It was getting set. He just took off. Well, he, he, again, pay attention. Yeah.
1: He's got the potential to be, like, one of the faces of baseball. I Yes, so 100%. Even at, what, he's 21? He's 21.
0: Barely, he's barely old enough to buy a beer.
1: And even he, I don't know when he said this <laughs> quote. Um, he said, the game is hard enough for everyone. Why not just celebrate and have fun?
0: 100%. Right?
1: I mean. Yep. If don't, you
0: don't I, like it, then don't give up the home run. Yeah, and Play I don't, better.
1: I don't, know, I don't know if the pitcher even said anything, obviously, besides throwing a Machado. Even that, he tried to throw it at he Threw it three feet behind his back. So,
0: it just—it's to me. You're a professional athlete. Whose feelings are we trying to protect? Yeah. You guys, you all have been on the other side of that. Do You think you weren't? <laughs> right. It's not like you've always been on the wrong side of it, and you've gotten your ass kicked. I me, mean, maybe, but I doubt it. If you're a professional athlete, yeah. I don't understand whose feelings we're trying to protect. I hope the next time he gets up to Texas, if he hits a home run, he like just absolutely like bat flip of the year.
1: Walks the first
0: base, (laughs) and then like slowly trots and like dances around the rest of them.
1: Or or Odor might punch him coming around second.
0: Just ridiculous. I just I didn't understand that. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with what he did. I think it's bull. I think the manager should be questioned. Be like, why did first of all, why aren't you backing your player?
1: Right. So we were talking about this the other day, and I was trying to think from his perspective. So he's a first-year coach. I don't know if he was trying to take like. I heard he worked
0: under the. Texas yeah. Rangers current.
1: So, I don't know if he was trying to take, like, hey, I'll be the nice guy. Like, hey, he shouldn't have swung. He, I think he even said he missed the take sign. Yeah. Like. I but, did hear that. But, yeah, I don't know if he's just trying to be good. But, and we were talking, he should have probably been like, no, I support it. And then you could have a talk with him after the game. Be like, hey, in that situation, maybe you don't do that. But you don't. You should back him. <laughs> and that, uh watching the Braves game last night, they were talking about and and Jeff Francoure both saying Bobby Cox. He said he, he would have supported you one hundred percent at the time and then he probably would have pulled you aside later and said, Hey, listen, maybe we don't do that or Yeah. You know
0: that's good like, leadership.
1: Yeah. So
0: I don't know whose feelings are trying to protect, but I it's bullshit. I don't care he swung at. I don't k hope I hope he does it again.
1: I ordered a player T shirt of him. Last night did you, <laughs> yeah, why not <laughs> this guy Dude, why not? he's fun i've been trying to I've been trying to watch them play just because I knew he was a young guy who was just
2: right like,
1: kind of tearing it up this year, so every time i well I have MLB <laughs> TV, but they I've been trying to like flip him on and watch him every night they he's exciting i mean there's nothing there's no doubt about it
0: And what he's done is what we've talked about already is. Baseball lacks in the you know in the the glamour, or the attraction. People don't really watch baseball. It's quote unquote boring to watch. But what he did the other night, what they're not talking about or paying attention to is he did for baseball what they need. They're talking about it. They're talking about baseball yep. right now. So he they should be thankful for that.
1: And I think there's a lot of those young guys nowadays that have that similar personality. Acuna's got it. Yeah. Soto's got it.
0: That flash. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, you got to... Whatever. I would have told her. I would have I done my press conference and be like, you guys can all kiss my ass. Because <laughs> here's the other thing, too. I don't know how baseball contracts work, but I do know that they probably work somewhat similar to other sports where there might be incentive-based in there. Yeah. And there might... I don't know. Maybe it's different because there's only, <laughs> there's only 60 games this year. But, you know, maybe there's something in there with RBIs or hits or home runs or something. You're supposed to just take a seat and lay off because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings on the other side of the field for an unwritten rule.
1: And he's still on his rookie contract, so it's not like he's making a ton of money and he's... Right. You know, he's he's playing to make money in his next contract.
0: He's got to put up stats. Right. Because they matter. Before we move on to hockey, I do want to give you a uh, Jose Altuve update. Mm. Because we haven't talked about this in a while. I won't go go deep into the whole Astros, which they are about 500 as a team. However, Tuve is batting 168 with three home runs, ten RBIs, and he's had twenty one strikeouts in his first twenty games. One sixty eight. And as we mentioned either last week or the week before, like we talked about, him not having a good year is that just makes it look worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all of this all the bullshit that went on. Yep. It's hockey time. Do you want to talk about it? Are we talking about it? <laughs> Ricky, are we talking about
3: it? You can talk about hockey all you want.
0: So, what game were we watching the other night? Was it the Carolina game where the guy scored like four seconds left to tie it? Mm. They went to review? It was after we did our last
2: podcast. I oh, when you were texting that it was a goal. Because the commentator wasn't even sure if it was the He kept saying or it on the
0: shoulder, and I was like, isn't it the crossbar? Oh,
2: oh, oh. Or he swatted
3: it down midair. That was... It was a Western Conference game. No, it was a St. Louis game. Yeah, it was a St. St. Louis. was oh, it St. St. Louis? Yep. Pierre Maguire. Because mm-hmm. Pierre Maguire's in Edmonton.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I've am i been watching a shitload of hockey. I've probably watched 10 times more hockey than I've watched NBA, <laughs>
3: and I've watched zero oh, NBA. I've watched no NBA. I've been watching a lot of hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it at the moment, gazing over your shoulder. So, do you think
0: is is hockey <laughs> – are, do you think it's going as you expected right now? I mean they're doing
3: great with the whole bubble thing, but are teams winning you expected uh are teams winning than I expected like Colorado looked great yesterday, so Col- I want to talk today. I want to talk Did about it. Colorado, but yeah. um there were some round some matchups in the qualifying round that didn't go as people would have expected so there are some teams in this in my opinion, the playoffs have started now with this round right. So, there's some teams in this round that people wouldn't have expected. But so far, most of these matchups are going as I thought they would. Um, we've had, as of four. like an hour ago, four teams have already advanced to the next round. So, Boston Boston just beat Carolina. I spelled that wrong. Boston beat Carolina. Tampa Bay beat Columbus this afternoon to advance. Vegas won over Chicago last night, so they advanced, and then Colorado just finished their absolute ass kicking of the Arizona Coyotes. That was an ass kicking. The whole the whole series was an ass kicking. Yeah. So they won four to one. Somehow Arizona won a game. Yeah. I think I added up that Colorado outscored them twenty two to six. In, oh, so that's close in the yeah. five games. Said nobody ever. <laughs> yeah. And Colorado won. The last two games, seven to one, which seven to one in hockey is equivalent of like fifty to ten in a football
0: game. Yeah,
3: I mean it's yeah, that's an ass kicking, and to do that two games in a row. You mean they
0: didn't lay down and like pull the goalies so they could catch up, you know, (laughs) and break any unwritten rules? I mean,
1: they kind of laid down in the third. They only they only Uh, scored one in the third today.
3: (laughs) Played four on five. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know how much of that series you've watched, but
1: I watched most of it.
3: Colorado, a couple things jumping out of me. Colorado looks unstoppable right now. Their power play is one of the best power plays I've seen in the last decade. Yep. If you take penalties against Colorado, if you you take six penalties in a game, they're probably scoring three. Squeak. They're probably scoring three three power play goals on those six power plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are throwing me off here. (laughs) What?
1: What happened? (laughs) He's got spiders barking over in the corner. Yeah.
3: We've talked about players in the past, and I've continuously said Connor McDavid is the number one player in the world in hockey, and I put Nathan McKinnon at two.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: McKinnon is he, closing that gap between him and McDavid. Quick, quickly. Because McKinnon really plays the overall game. If he does something special
1: I mean, overall in this postseason, yeah. it'll be real close. Even I think the only thing that holds him back potentially from his goaltending. <laughs> It's the only thing I think they could hold them back from getting to the Stanley Cup. <clears throat> they're yep. solid, they're solid, but I think I think that's the that's probably the weakest yeah. part of their, their.
3: Now Arizona was not the strongest matchup. Mm-hmm. I admit no. that, but yeah. they did they didn't just beat them; they absolutely smoked them. Right. Goaltending, goaltending i yeah, could be an issue. But if you keep averaging five goals a game, yeah, it shouldn't be an issue at that
1: point.
3: <laughs> doesn't matter if you give up
1: three or four. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Vegas looked good.
3: Yeah, Vegas
1: looked outstanding. Tampa, Tampa was. They, I think, they played solid. They mm-hmm. did enough to win. Obviously, Columbus was a good matchup for them, though. In Boston, well, I think that the injury to Svechnikov kind of hurt them yep. a little bit, but. Th-
3: yes, yeah, Svechnikov. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. I didn't right. think about. Yeah. Andrei Sveshnikov on Carolina got tangled up with Boston defender Zdeno Chara, fell awkwardly, and unfortunately in hockey when you fall when you fall and your legs fold up a little bit, your skates usually grab the ice and it ends up being very very ugly.
1: Did you did you that, watch it yet yeah, or no?
3: Yeah. All right. They didn't officially announce he got the dreaded lower body injury.
1: <laughs> um if I had
3: to guess his leg was broken.
1: Oh yeah. And they they kept showing him the past two games in the stands, but you can't see his yeah. lower body, so you don't know if there's the, a cast on No, nah, they one. showed one. Day. He did. Oh, he had a cast, did, had I was like,
3: yep. And then Jack Edwards, who is one of the all-time clowns in sports announcing, he he's Boston's home announcer, and he's known for making, um, I, don't, I don't know, very controversial yeah, statements. Remarks. and So he said something about Svechnikov was – Battling with Chara, and when you poke the bear, yeah, I yeah. should just pull up pull up the quote. When you yeah. poke the bear, sometimes you get what you deserve. And this kid basically yeah. broke his leg. And Jack Edwards tweeted that well he shouldn't have he shouldn't have <laughs> been out there battling and right. in, in play, and he got what he deserved. And, and Chara did like
1: that sweep his leg out from under him.
3: Um, I only watched it once the replay, so I guess you know, I don't so know. Yeah, he
1: was he kind of brought his leg up to kind of I don't know if I don't think he meant to like. I think he it was more to knock him off balance, but he kind of swept his leg out from under him, and it was not pretty. His yeah. leg going down. So,
3: the one, uh, the one interesting thing that probably nobody noticed. So that replay when Svechnikov is falling, Carolina player shoots the puck, misses the net, and hits referee Kevin Pollock in the jaw. Oh, really? And breaks his jaw, and now he's out of the entire play. I saw he was out, but I didn't <laughs> he's know most, why. He's the most seasoned. He's one of the more veteran referees with the most experience in playoffs. He's probably one of the best referees hockey has. And yeah, you see the see the slow mo replay, Svechnikov falling, and the puck goes behind Chara and hits Kevin Pollock right in the jaw breaks yeah. his jaw. So they had to on one play, player breaks his leg. Nobody noticed it. Ref because... breaks his jaw. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, Sorry I feel
1: like I'm rambling a little no, bit about a hockey here. Go on. Right I got well, I don't have a dad joke, but someone tweeted a dad joke today after He's trying not to lay claim to this one, it was his burger account. It, de- it definitely it's was his not mine. Account. <laughs> uh, after Tampa beat Columbus Day, down goes Brown. Tweeted said it's not regular season, but the Blue Jackets he keep going to overtime and getting a point. Braden Point scored two overtime game winners against them in the series. <laughs> that's a dad, yeah, <laughs> that's a dad joke. He was he said he was trying to delete it after because it was ultimate dad joke, and he, yeah. <laughs>
3: Um. So, Philly, Philly could close it out tonight. It could. Who's yep. the other series in the East?
1: Um, Islanders and oh. Caps. They must play tomorrow. They played tomorrow. Thursday. Yes, Thursday. So today is your. Yep. Capitals so, a dog in that
3: series. Capitals are. Capitals look like they're not interested in playing.
1: So I they- don't. I don't know if they were favored or not in that. I assume oh, yeah. they. Oh yeah. They were. End up being the four five right. Uh because they didn't play well. Or maybe it was the three six. But you got, that boy. Way, yeah. No, Boston. Boston was the Oh final. yeah. So it must have been it must have been the three six. Yeah.
3: Either way, Washington should be favored in that series. <laughs> they're they're two years off of Stanley Cup yep. with basically the same team. Um the Islanders are just one of those workhorse teams that go out there, work their bags
1: off. Kind of like Columbus. Yeah. They have a couple of good players, lost. some guys that could be superstars, and they but they yeah. just they just play.
3: They're just one of those hardworking workhorse teams, and they're outworking the Capitals. Capitals look like they have no interest, and
1: until the third
3: period last night, yeah. <laughs> and Braden Holtby, who has their goalie, who has really helped carry them the last few years, yeah. has been absolutely horrible. Yeah, he's been garbage. And, and you he's were the whole about which matchup: uh, the Caps, Washington Capitals and New York Islanders.
2: Capitals are three and Islanders are six. Yeah. Okay. I mean, three and six. If you're looking for seating, I don't know yeah, yeah, if I guess it, has it that way for. or not.
3: but Yeah. yeah. Th- those are by the standing. So, yeah, so Washington should be favored in that right. in that series. That's what I thought. Yeah. Holtby's been horrible. Right. Their goalie.
1: The Ovechkin's have to – if they want any part of coming back in the series, Ovechkin – and obviously he played well last night, but he's going to have to carry them. Yeah. So, and that's what – you don't want to wake him because he could – Go off. Yeah. Yep. So. Agreed. Which which is obviously hard to do in hockey. I was, you know, it's not like basketball. Like, you're 105 and you can just hang on to the puck and just right skate Trabble around and the score whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you want yeah. to give a, an RIP? Yeah. Go ahead. I, I don't know if I'll say his last name right. I don't want to ruin it. All right.
3: Um, so yeah, on a serious note, hockey hall of famer, Dale Howard, Chuck passed away yesterday. Um, I believe he had a long, long battle with stomach cancer. He journeyman at the end of his career. But he spent most of his career with the Winnipeg Jets and the Buffalo Sabres. He was only 57. 57. Jesus. And he was, I believe currently coaching one of the Canadian junior teams. Right. So he was still active in hockey, but Hall of Famer passed away just 57 years old. So sad to hear that. That's shitty. Yep. Not much else to add to that, but
0: no. Worth Uh, worth mentioning. Got any more hockey over there, Polish kid?
1: No, I'm playing hockey in Poland right now. So
0: all right. So move on to the uh, to the UFC. Oh, we watched.
1: Yeah, somebody else somebody else had to go to work.
0: Yeah. Daddy had to go to work <laughs> and miss the main event the other night. <laughs> Did you go to I work?
2: <laughs> he's trying to say booty call. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like,
1: it wasn't like oh, it's like, I got to leave. Literally, the guys were getting ready to walk out for the main event, and he just gets gonna- up. Daddy's gotta go. It must have been serious (laughs) because
0: it wasn't like he didn't text her back and say, "Hey, I'm gonna. I'll be over in like a half hour. I'm watching this fight." It was, "Hey guys, gotta go." (laughs) You watched, you watched like ten fights the other night, and the one fight everyone wanted to watch, you're like, "I gotta go."
2: I don't have a good rebuttal here.
0: (laughs) So anyway, uh, yeah, the UFC the other night. I, I thought the fights were fairly good. Um, there was a couple chess matches that some people would probably classify as not good. The one thing I do want to touch on, because this has been driving me nuts since it happened, was I don't like or dislike the guy, but Sean O'Malley is supposed to be the next up-and-coming fighter in UFC. He's got the flash. Yeah,
2: according to yeah. him.
0: No, he was he's undefeated <laughs> going into the other night. And he lost his fight. <laughs> To uh, Chito Vera, which and everyone's like, Oh, let's uh, what, what's the reactions to him losing? Um, Chito Vera was in his press conference, I'm not gonna take anything away from him, but he's in his press conference talking about how great he was in the fight. And the other thing I could think of is Sean O'Malley got hurt in the first round, and he, I mean, he could tell for a while like something was wrong with his leg. He went down twice by himself.
1: Yeah, it was like a minute and a half before he got Yeah. Before the fight got called he was and
0: Herb Dean stopped that fight, so Herb clearly saw it because yeah. on the ground there wasn't a lot going on when he stopped it. No. He just stopped. He
1: it. threw like maybe about four punches. Yeah. Four or five punches and he called it.
3: I don't think we'll ever know this exactly, but I think you could even argue he didn't get hurt in the fight. He was hurt
1: prior to the fight.
3: That's possible. Because he had a similar leg injury his last last fight or something.
1: And I did he, It was the same leg, I heard. Yeah, it's basically so. the
3: same. It's some, it looks like some sort of a nerve
1: issue
2: where he Did you see uh, him, like him on a stretcher feeling. right after I saw a picture posted of them taking him out, like rolling him out on a stretcher, and his knee was just a big purple ball? It was his oh, knee. Yeah. yeah. It was like, so, I don't know if he blew his ACL or what happened there, no. but there's some serious so, tearing Well, if you, if
0: you sure. get kicked in the right spot, there's a nerve runs on the back of your leg. Yeah. So if something happened with that, like you're saying.
3: The The way he stumbled made it look like his foot was numb, which makes me think of that nerve issue. Because they've talked about how if you have, yeah, so many ner- uh, calf kicks, it'll hit that nerve, make that go numb. We've seen other guys do the same thing, where you're, you're it looks like the foot goes completely numb and you just stumble all of a sudden. Yeah, he went to make a so, shot and
2: you saw him, and it's like he couldn't even pick his foot up off yeah. the ground. He just drug it it's, along the mat. It's like
3: having your foot fall asleep. Mm-hmm. It's like me yeah. trying to get off the toilet. Oh, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but...
3: So I I think that was the issue, and then when he fell, he probably twisted his knee up. But to yeah. me, this is yes, it goes in the loss column, but this was such a fluky thing right. that may have been pre-existing that I don't count this fight against O'Malley. Give Vera credit; he did what he had to do to get a win in his right in his win column. But
0: because the other I thing I know. disagree with is they're talking about like, oh, what's next for O'Malley? And I'm like. Why don't we find out if the guy's hurt? Yeah, let's find out if he's healthy, <laughs> if he's got something going on. I don't yeah. know what
1: that was. Sorry,
0: he's just Polish.
1: Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I think that was a fight. I was like, well, after I saw O'Malley a couple of days prior, what he looked like, I was like, yeah, this is a guy.
0: He dyed his hair the or the <laughs> uh, Ecuador flag to kind of yeah. troll him. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's that's his style. I mean he's just he's very flashy. He is good. He is really good. He just run into some injuries. He run into some USADA issues. I don't think that that fight was a true true picture of his ability. I really don't. And I think before we start talking about him getting his one loss and who he fights next and what's next for him, they need to talk about whether or not he's healthy or not what's going on. Right. Yeah, because yeah, if did.
1: this is twice in a row, then something's clearly wrong with him.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, like you said, Farrah gets the win he's probably like oh i got it. it's a win and a win column but like yeah. I, I agree with you that whole like loss for o'malley isn't really a loss he didn't yep. really have i mean his leg was not functioning right and quickly yeah. yep um but the other fight obviously was the main event that you know taylor you didn't watch so we'll recap it real, for you real quick <laughs> while you were being the mayor of Poundtown. <laughs> uh <laughs> cormier and miocic this went exactly how i thought it was going to and I'm gonna give credit where credits to. I'm know i gonna shock bolt to you. Congrats to Cormier he had a great career. In mm-hmm. theory, he did. He had a great career. You gonna drop the mic? <laughs> no. Nope. Um, he had a good career, but as I pointed out to you, he's got four losses. Technically five, right? Or no? It was it would be four with
3: a no contest. Or yes, it's through. You double check Cormier's it's three. It's three with one no contest. Yeah, so which I, in reality it is, is four
0: losses. Four losses. Yes. So. His four losses came to the two guys he couldn't wrestle.
3: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: That was – he can't wrestle – he definitely couldn't wrestle John. He didn't wrestle Miocic. He actually tried to wrestle Stipe in the first round, and it didn't work. Stipe got up pretty quick. And then he got poked in the eye, which everybody was talking about. And that's all everybody talked about was how he looked like Forrest Whitaker after the fight, but – Nobody's talking about how he poked Stipe in the eye the first two fights and then again in the first or yeah. second round yeah. of yeah. this fight. first. I mean, stepe had to have surgery. That's why he walks around wearing glasses now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I thought obviously not a big uh
2: They have him at 22-3-0. 22-3-0. and 3-0? Hmm. Who does? ESPN.com. Oh, well, that's your mistake. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I didn't realize they were fake news, but yeah. okay. Check Wikipedia. UFC stats <laughs> has him at twenty two, three zero and one non contest. Yeah. Okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yep. That's what. Yeah, yeah. So Technically he, four losses. So he's he's lost to Stipe twice now. He's in reality lost to John Jones twice, but one of them Jones failed the drug test, therefore it was considered no contest.
0: He knocked him out, but then you, after the fact, I was like, a "Failed drug test."
1: Yeah, I, obviously, I'm not as big a UFC fans as you two, but. You know, Stipe kind of controlled that for the first nine minutes, and Cormier kind of had a little spurt at the end of the second. Yeah. And he caught him a couple times. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I was in the end. He got and saved
0: I mean, by the bell in the second round.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right, but Stipe he had a couple. almost ended that. I don't know, it was like, yeah, maybe it was like two minutes left in the second. He had a couple, <coughs> hit a little spurt before yep. Stipe caught him. Yeah. Yep. But.
0: You throw 30 seconds on the clock, that fights over the second round.
1: Right. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I mean. And I don't remember what the judges... I would have said it was probably 4-1. I think they called it 3-2.
0: So two of the judges had it 4-1. One
1: One had it 3-2, right? Uh,
0: One had it 3-2. I thought I took a picture of this. One of the judges... I had it 4-1. Yep, I have it right here. So one of the judges uh, had it 4-1. He gave... Um... The hell's their name? Okay. So one of the judges gave Cormier round one, which I guess I could see. Um, The other judge who ruled it 4 1, he gave Cormier round four, which I don't know if that's. Well, he
1: definitely never wins round three, as we heard, because he takes that one off.
0: Okay. And then the other judge who went 3 2 gave him rounds one and four. So that's how they scored. But yeah, to the judge's head. Two of them had 4-1, one, one of
3: them 3-2. I had a 4-1. Yeah. yeah. So I think, uh, so the the part we didn't mention, Cormier is retiring now. He's done. This was his last fight. He'll probably go back to broadcasting. He broadcasts a lot of the UFC events. He does he, some
0: work with Ariel Helwani on ESPN. Yeah, They
3: have their own show. As a fighter, I'm not a fan of him probably because I'm a Jones fan. Yeah. Agreed. I will fully admit Cormier is a an extremely good fighter. He is, absolutely. But. There it is. When he is, I, I think there's a difference between commentator Cormier and fighter Cormier. Yeah. He's very good at the commentating part. I give him that. He's a very good fighter, but when he fights, he almost has this, WWE personality where he's like hyping himself up as the greatest ever talking about being the champ at both weight classes yep. light light heavy and heavy.
0: Yep.
3: But to me, you can't you can't go on calling yourself the greatest ever when as we just mentioned, you have two fights against Stipe who's the greatest heavyweight ever. And you have two fights against John Jones, who is the greatest fighter ever, and Problem you're zero four in those fights. Right. It's hard to call yourself the greatest ever when you're zero four right. against those guys. It's like the greatest journeyman ever. Well,
1: didn't he beat didn't yeah. he beat Save once? He did. It
0: was oh uh, like, yeah yeah he, he yes, did yes he you're was, right you're right. basically I mean in my opinion it's a fluke. So yes, he's one and four. Right. In those he caught him coming out of a clinch and threw an uppercut and knocked him out. So
3: he, yeah. So yes, I forgot about that, but. Either way, either way, you're one and four against. In 20, my opinion, two of the greatest fighters passing. ever. No, it's not. Yeah, so I think it's more of just his ego and the way he, I don't know, flaunts himself up as being the greatest fighter in history, when the facts say he's he isn't.
0: I mean, you gotta have you got. I mean, if you're gonna get in the ring and you get punched in the face, you gotta have that confidence that you're yeah, great. I agree. But at the same time, you can't truly believe that you're the greatest fighter ever when. You've never even come close to beating John. Never. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. you, you you It was a fluke. You knocking out Stepe was a fluke. Stipe, and then Stepe did to him what standing up that he usually does to people. You pin him against the cage and got double underhook under his armpits and just
3: mm-hmm. made his life miserable. Yep. And wasn't there rumor that Stipe had some sort of a knee or shoulder injury or something in the first fight? And he said he basically said I wasn't healthy, and in the second fight you're going to see the real the real me. That's definitely possible. I thought I remembered that. That's definitely possible because there was a clear difference between fights one and two between those two guys, right? So Travis Sanheim just got put into the front row by somebody from behind. Oof. Sorry.
0: Uh, no, you're fine. Um. I- I don't. I think that uh, Stipe is solidified as the greatest heavyweight of all time. I think even if I Corm- e-
3: yeah, I don't either. What's you that? you do or do not. I do. Oh, okay. What did you think I said? I, I'm kind of watching a hockey. Movie. Um, <laughs> I thought you said do not. I was wondering who you. Were no, talking. I think
0: Stepe. I think Stepe is the greatest heavyweight yes. we've ever seen. Yes. Even if Cormier wins that fight, he's still not the greatest heavyweight we've ever seen. Still Stipe.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. I thought you said did not, so I was wondering what name you were going to throw out there. Oh. The, only, the only other one that comes to mind for me is Kane Velasquez had a very dominant run, whenever that was, yeah, but six to eight years ago or whatever. Well, he's Dev- the, to me, in my time watching UFC, he's the only other one that you could kind of make an argument for. But Well, he was the brain-
0: reason that Cormier went down. Yes, yes he was. He didn't want to fight Kane because they were friends. Yeah. So he went to 205.
1: Yes. Did, if, no, obviously it wasn't even closer, but if Cormier wins that fight, do they fight again? No. Nah. He's done. No, no, I'm saying if Cormier would have won that fight and he no. had the belt. You I think,
0: think he, he would, would have. Oh. If I think Car- if
1: Cormier had the belt, would Stipe and him have fought again?
0: No. I think he was still retired. He still would have
3: vacated. He would have vacated and Stipe's next fight would have still been for the belt. Yeah, and I also don't think we've ever had two fighters fight four times. I don't think so. Possible? I was trying to think. I don't think. I think the UFC probably understands that the
1: value of.
3: It
0: diminishes. The,
1: yeah. And it obviously they're returns what, 42, on 42 that. and 38 or whatever their ages are. So.
0: Yeah, Stipe just turned yeah, yeah, 38 yeah. this week, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Today. 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 Happy birthday, Stipe. Yeah.
0: Yep. Dude, he's, um, that guy's a riot to listen to. Yeah. Did you see the, the clip of him going around with the two reporters who are trying to ask the question at the same time? No. You didn't? No. So, you got to look it up. But he's he's in the table and he's just after the fight. And someone's like, Stipe. And somebody else is the same thing. And he's like, pointing. He's pointing. Then he's like, fight for it. Fight for it. Fight for it. <laughs> he's like, trying to get three reporters to fight. <laughs> but good for him, man. I just, good guy. He made a lot of money. I I read that Cormiega made 500, around 530, 530,000 for the fight. And Stepe made seven fifty. Which is
1: It's good money for twenty five. That's,
0: that's public money that you know about. I mean right. there's probably other monies out there, but yeah.
1: two nothing one Oh, one one, sorry. One one.
0: So good for him. But the reason we talk about these fights is what do you have?
1: So uh Ro is it Rosenstruck, is that how you say his name? Yes. Will he have a chance at the belt or no? i we know we're gonna talk about it here in a second, but
0: so there's some congestion right now so let's just bring it up john john vacated a light heavyweight belt john's done fighting at 205 we all saw this coming and the guy is just a big guy for 205 it was almost inevitable nine and a half years it's been since anybody other than cormier or jones has held that belt nine and a half years what were you doing nine and a half years ago daddy <laughs> Not taking booty calls. <laughs> you,
2: you, before I answer You're still that, like, do you know who one of your newest school. listeners is? Who? My mother. Oh, nice. Is my it? mom. Dude, that, that's why his face is red. <laughs> <out>. uh, <laughs> <tomato>. <laughs> uh, nine and a half years ago, I was hi, mom, maybe how are learning you? to drive. Yeah, not that I'm any good at it now, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, is, uh, this, this, is this is funny. This is funny
2: My mom.
3: I'll say hi to my mother. She listens to every episode, too, so I'm always careful about what I say. Already not a fan of me,
2: huh? I don't know. (laughs) We'll find out after this episode. (laughs) So it's been nine and a half years. They can't see you, so
1: it's okay.
3: (laughs) Um, So before we go too far to the heavyweight, uh, what you just said, nobody else has worn or uh, had the light heavyweight title. So they did announce today that Dom Reyes and Jan yeah, whatever the hell it is, Uh So they're fighting September twenty sixth for the vacated light heavyweight belt. That, that was quick.
0: No, that that fight was planned.
1: Oh, and then okay, yeah. so then
0: so the fight was planned. It's just now for the belt. He, I yeah. think that it was kind of the issue was pressed with John making the announcement. Yeah, that was and Reyes problem. today came out and said the reason that John's <laughs> moving up is because after he fought me and after he fought Thiago, he realizes we're too fast for him, which is might be one of the <laughs> dumbest things that anybody can ever say. Where he's, he's leaving a division, he's cleaned out again to go to a extremely congested heavyweight. Yep. So to answer your question, do I think Rosenstruck is going to get a title fight? Probably not. And the answer to that is, one, John's not going to fight this year. You will not see John fight this year at all. What's going to happen is Nagano's going to get the heavyweight title
1: fight. Oh, I forgot about
0: him. Yes. And that fight probably... At the earliest, isn't going to happen until maybe December.
1: Because Rosenstruck is three, right?
0: Yes. So He's right around there. But the other fight announced, excuse me, is Curtis Blades is going to fight Derek Lewis, I believe. Statman will look it up. That fight was also announced within the last couple of days. And if Lewis wins again, mm-hmm. you kind of got to throw his name in the hat.
3: Yeah. Whichever one of those guys wins that fight, you got to throw their name out there. Absolutely. I, to, yeah. To me, I to me, I see. Yeah, Rose was great, man. It's really congested up it there. Yes, I think you get Francis Nagano and Stipe, like you said, late December, probably towards that. Like they always do a card between Christmas and New Year's. Yep. A big card, so I think we'll see Nagano and Stipe, then. And probably around the same time.
2: Well, wh- when is that fight? Uh, that fight is November twenty eighth. So okay. That's like Thanksgiving weekend, right probably. If. So they're going to have that sorted out by then.
3: Like so
2: I think the
3: winner of Blades Lewis get a shot probably gets that. the next shot at over John Stipe. I'm not. <sighs> I think Jones is coming into the heavyweight
1: division at a. At a weird time, I I don't think he is. Do you think Do you think Dana will make him prove himself for a fight? No,
3: I I I'm starting to lean towards yes. I don't
0: think he will. Just for the sake of maybe that's what Dana wants, but we've seen it. We're seeing enough. Right John doesn't want to fight. He's not going to fight. Right, and his argument's going to be, but I have I've defended the title, the light heavyweight title. He's got more like title defenses than anybody. Right, right?
1: But, if, but if you're Dana, why don't you say, you know, you say you got to take on the winner of. Lewis and Blades and say, hey, if you beat them, then you can have a shot at the title.
0: Because Daniel Cormier moved up to heavyweight and got an instant title shot. Then he dodged Stipe to take a cheap fight. But
1: was it as congested then as it is now?
0: There was people that probably could have got a title fight. Derek Lewis was up there. He made, made Lewis fight. Stipe was coming off a win of Nagano. Right. He just beat Francis. It is. It's probably more congested now. Yeah. But... John's probably point it doesn't do John any good to come out and just fight anybody heavyweight if it's not for a belt. Right. Why would you risk your legacy to come out and get whiffed by one punch from Nagano or somebody else and get knocked out?
1: Well, if you want to move up, I guess.
0: Yeah, but it's I understand what you're saying. It's just money to him. Like right. why would you why would you risk it at this point in your career?
1: And I guess from your standpoint, for Dana, if he's gonna sell a shitload pay per views if he puts Jones in a title fight
0: right, and uh, do you see yes. Jones coming back to fight for he hasn't fought for a non title fight in well ten years
2: yeah, uh, well,
1: that's cause he's held it though, so it's
2: yeah, we're gonna see a completely there... different John Jones, I think it's gonna be in my opinion a lot less of the the world class striker and more of the world class grappler because you know everybody mm-hmm. says the same thing when you're fighting heavyweight, it just takes one shot. I it don't does. care who you are yes. you're not gonna see the. A st- world beater that comes yeah. out and just starts swinging for the fences. You're going to see his wrestling yep. background.
3: Jones has shown in the past he has a chin at light heavy, but he has never gone through a row of guys like they're currently at the top of right. the heavyweight division. Stipe, not so much, but Naganu, Lewis, Rosenstrike, and Blaze, I don't know a ton about. I've seen him a couple times, but those three really, any of those could knock Jones out with, with one punch. Um. Yes, giving him a title shot Would be a huge seller for the UFC But I think giving him a main event Against any of those guys Is going to sell
1: Right Whether it's I for think a I, title or anything not Anything with Jones' name as Money maker for them yeah.
0: I think Stepe and Nagano fight Blades And Lewis are going to fight What I think what the UFC hope happens they hope that Stipe beats Nagano. They'll never say this. But the ideal situation for them is Stipe beats Nagano, and John and Stipe fight each other. The greatest heavyweight of all time is fighting the greatest light heavyweight of all time. Yes. That's selling tickets. That's selling or pay-per-views. Probably no tickets. Yeah. And then whoever wins that fight is probably going to fight Derek Lewis if he wins this fight. That's Agreed. my prediction. That's That's the ideal situation for the UFC right now.
1: The ideal. And somebody's balls would be hot then.
0: Oh, yeah. That's just my take on it. I just feel like John's got nothing. I mean, he's got <laughs> nothing to gain by coming back and just saying, yeah, I'll take a fight, a yep. heavyweight. My risk getting knocked out. And
3: Yeah. I, I mean, I think we all agree with that statement. But if you're <laughs> also – I mean, if, if Blades and Lewis are already fighting, but – at some point you can argue the same thing for those guys. I know they don't have the history that Jones does, although Jones has kind of sat on the sidelines for a majority of the last four or five years. He's yeah, only got a couple fights in that time.
0: He had uh he came back for what, three? Three fights last year. He fought Santos, he fought we came back, fought Cormoran. he fought Santos, fought Reyes. All last year, I think so. Can you look up what John fought last year? I thought he no, he fought and he wanted to stay pretty no, no. active. And then I don't think he fought, not Cormier.
3: Cormier's been up a heavyweight for Corm- Cormier's last three
2: fights been against Steve Bay 2019. I've only got two fights yeah. uh, Anthony Smith and Tiago Santos. One was in so July, right. and one was in March. Did he
0: have one at the end of 2018?
2: He fought so, so Alexander right. Gustafson. On December twenty ninth, that stacked up Christmas. Card. That's what I'm thinking. of. That was your birthday.
0: He fought. He fought three times quick. Said so he be wanted belated to stay. Birthday. Yeah, he <laughs> wanted to stay active. I knew that. That's what I'm thinking of. It was like the end of the year. Then quickly after that. So his last fight was when?
2: His last fight was July sixth, twenty nineteen. So he's he hasn't fought in a year. So let's say. Oh, I I'm wrong. Uh, Saturday February eighth, twenty twenty. He fought yeah. Dominic Reyes. Reyes. Yeah.
1: Sorry, step boy.
2: We won't see him next week. <laughs> Getting waved,
3: <laughs> I guess. You know, I'm a big as big a Jones fan as anybody. Yeah, but I get it's kind of like Conor, Conor McGregor. I get kind of sick of these guys that are just sitting home on Twitter Tweeting. instead of being active. So I know he says he's now in the heavyweight game. Which okay, we'll we'll see that when something's announced. But if you're if you're in Blades or Lewis' shoes. At whoever wins that fight, you you got to make the same exact argument for them that why do they keep taking – why does one of them go out and sign up for a fight with Rosenstreich Agreed. and risk what they've got going? If either one of when, them – can
0: you look up Curtis Blade's record? If either one of them, I think, wins that fight, even if someone gets a title shot before you, you don't fight again until you
3: get your title shot,
0: regardless of who it is.
3: Yeah. So, to me so – if, so, if Stipe and Nagano happened December, January – and then let's say Stepe wins and you get Jones Stepe in June.
1: Yeah, I mean you're a year and a, if, and a half. If me. you're
3: Lewis, why why do you want to sit around for a year and do nothing? You can make the same argument for them, the guys that have been active. Right.
2: Curtis Blades is fourteen two oh and won no contest. What are his last like four fights? Uh, January 25th against Junior Dos Santos. September 7th, 2019 against Abba Something to that extent. You can can pass on that one. Uh, March 23rd, Jay Willis. No relation? Uh, Clearly not. I think there's some more melanin in that. Uh, (laughs) 24th. November 24th, 2018 against Ngannou. Those were all... So he's he fought basically once. Were those wins Those weren't all wins. He'd have lost in Ghana, right? Yeah, he lost in Ghana in 2018. But I believe he's coming off three wins here. Against he's oh no, he's won his last four. He fought against Volkov on June 20th, 2020. So he's on a four-win streak right now. Okay, that helps his cause a little bit. I I don't know.
3: This is going to be interesting. Obviously. Dana White goes to the beat of his own drum, and he's not going to worry about what other people think. But I, I get what you're saying about Jones, and I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm not completely convinced that he doesn't get a main event fight against somebody Strike, Lewis, Blades, somebody of that nature to prove himself.
0: So you said the other day you had a theory about John.
1: Yeah, maybe he's not going to heavyweight, and then – Cormier and his team are just getting together. They're just going to have, like, two fights. And they're just going to – just the two of them.
0: Like street fights? Yeah. That just would end that. really that would end really bad
3: for Cormier. <laughs> um,
1: Obviously, we think he's going to have a way.
3: So, let's say this scenario plays out like you just said. Stipe wins later this year. Jones-Stipe sometime next spring. And Jones wins. Do you think there's any chance that they talk Cormier uh, coming back? No. No.
1: Yeah. Would they give Stipe another shot at that point and then Lewis and Lewis Blaze winner has to wait again?
0: There's So there's something that's a great question. And usually the impact of that answer is dependent on if John comes out and dominates that fight and, she's and it's just completely one sided.
1: Mm. If it goes five rounds and it's. If it's a 32. good fight and
0: it's like we need to do another matchup, that's different. But if you come out. If John comes out and finishes him in the first three rounds and it's pretty dominant, they probably won't give him a rematch. They'll give a, a shot to somebody else. Yeah.
3: It's It's been a while at heavyweight where we had, uh, you know, a list of five legitimate contenders. Right. Heavyweight used to be real stacked, and then the last, like, feels like five or six years, there's been, like, three guys that kind of rotate up there.
0: I think that it's it one of the like... hardest divisions because of the – in, they're all they're all pretty good up there. Curtis Br- Blades is a great fighter, but all it takes is like you get smoked by one punch, and it's like yep. shit. Now I've lost a fight, and I got I got to go back and prove myself. I got to win two or three more.
1: Dos Santos was winning that fight against Rosenstruck, and then he just yeah. <laughs> threw a punch, and that was the end of it. Yeah,
0: I mean that's that's exactly what happens. I mean, I don't know. It's just that's a that's a tough division. It's a really really tough division. So, I saw a tweet today. I want to ask you guys this question. I actually responded to it. Uh, kid I know. Great kid.
3: Um,
0: is the this question, no, is that your that? buddy? No. This is no
3: stupid LeBron question. No, it's
0: a UFC oh. question. Okay. Uh, Henry Suhudo said, I fought DJ and Marlon with no legs. This two-pump chump broke his nail and can't compete, which that's what I was talking about. It really pisses me off. Like, we don't know how hurt this guy is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this kid I know said, he tweeted Dana White and said, please bring back Suhuto, pay him what he's worth, and let's see him back on the stage. My response was, I'm okay with Suhuto being paid but coming back, but he needs to quit with a childish effort to promote a fight. His actions do the opposite of promoting a fight. People watch him in hopes he gets KO'd since he acts like an ass hat. Do you do do you agree or disagree with that? I mean, I get so tired of like when he was fighting, the shit he would do and like yeah. that's not even promoting a fight. Like you're you're being a clown. <clears throat> Like, it's the WWE.
3: That's exactly what I was going to say. He, this last fight going into his, whenever that was, against Dom Cruz. Yeah, he was promoting it, like, exactly. I, I don't know how I worded it at the time. But, uh, yeah, WWE promoter putting on this fake act of not being yourself. And I, I just hate, if you're a retired athlete.
0: Claim you're retired.
3: Correct. Right. Yeah, As clock, of right now, he says he retired. Ticking. So right. oh,
2: clock is ticking on that one. If
3: you're a retired athlete, you have you've paid enough dues to comment on things, whether it's on TV or you get asked something by a reporter or even Twitter. But I think at some point when you're retired, you should crank down the notch on your extreme criticism and patting yourself on people. the head.
2: Yeah,
0: and act like you're coming back.
2: Right. Uh, like. I, don't know. I, I me, don't know. I don't know where I'm going with let this. Let me spin but just, it back to you, Kyle. Do You You said that you don't think the publicity works when he's the WWE style. Don't you think the UFC kind of needs the anti-hero or any publicity is good publicity, even if it's everybody wants to go see him get his ass whooped?
1: They got Dana White, though. They don't need...
2: Dana White's not the anti-hero <laughs> of his own fucking company. Let's be honest. So,
0: I get what you're saying. But unfortunately, I think the, the UFC is a sport that has a lot of purists as far as, like, the the mixed martial arts, the jiu-jitsu backgrounds, the Muay Thai, the, the roots and the history of the sport. I think there's a lot of that that backs it that they don't want to see it. You know, they, these yeah. guys, most of these guys, yeah, there might be guys who don't like each other and go out there and they talk a little shit and they get in a fight. But how many times do you see those guys still shake hands at the end of the fight? <laughs> Because there's a mutual respect of, like, the effort that goes in to get yep. in that ring and what it takes to get go three rounds or five rounds. So, I
1: was gonna say, the, there's – with Cormier and Jones, like, they don't like each other, but I think there's that respect factor
0: No, there's there. not. There's, they personally hate each other. 100%. I would think there's – but there's Jones respect, gave him, like, fighting-wise. Yeah, there's respect there. Yeah, Jones gave him, you know, when he knocked him out last time, he went over and – like, he actually kissed the top of his head, but
3: <laughs> – I think the prime example of what you were saying was, uh, we go back to McGregor's fights with Nate Diaz. Nate
0: Diaz, that's exactly what I'm thinking of.
3: Those two guys hated each other. Their press conferences were almost more entertaining than the fights because they would, I mean, go at it. But it was a legitimate, even watching it, you knew it was a real hatred. These guys don't like each other. Everything they're saying is true. Maybe not true, but. I am really I really feel this way. I'm really saying this to you rather than I'm going to act like a scripted clown.
2: You mean in I, like the Mayweather McGregor? Pre- yeah, that was all. That was boxing. Yeah. I think there's enough. But you get where like, I'm going. I do. Where it's yeah. like,
3: there's enough I, of these guys that have been in the same camps or have changed camps and know each other and legitimately hate each other and the hatred is real. There's enough of that, and that's what I want to see. Versus some guy that maybe hasn't even met his opponent and goes on Twitter and tries to promote it like he's Don King. And I, I mean, don't know. I'd re- I, I watched the UFC because it's real fighting.
0: Right. It's the purest. Like you understand what it takes to. Yeah. It, I mean, we're talking. I think about Cejudo and his bullshit antics. I the, the one that stands out to me is he showed up to his last face off with Cruz. And he, he had a bag full of pillows with, like, Dillashaw's face on it, Cruz's face on it, somebody else's. He, like, pulled them out and was, like, kicking them. Pillows with people's faces on them.
1: Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are we 12? <laughs> I was uh, I think my two-year-old kicks pillows. But I get what
0: you're saying. Like, do you, does, does the UFC need that heel? There's a, there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them that people don't like. I just think people don't want that. WWE style promotion because the people who truly who, who truly understand and enjoy that sport, they're purist. There's a large group of I'm gonna call them casuals that watch and just say they think all the fights suck unless everyone just got knocked out in one punch. Am I wrong?
2: I totally agree with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, we watch a lot of fights and I'm like, wow, it was a pretty good, pretty good chess match. That guy just mm-hmm. the, there's a respect there, it's unspoken. They know what that guy's skill set is, they know it's and vice versa. So you're trying to play this game of do I throw a punch? If I do, I open myself up. That guy's got good takedowns. Like it's a there's a there's a high level of fighting there that I think gets unnoticed by too many people. Just my personal thoughts. Yeah.
2: That's the chess match thing kind of leads me to recall that Jim Miller, <laughs> Vince or Vince yeah, Vince Pichel. Do you remember that? Is the on the undercard? Yep, I do. Uh They kept talking about Jim Miller being a black belt and uh, BJJ and Pichelle only being a brown belt. Well, every time they got to the ground, it seemed like Pichelle was just manhandling Miller. And it almost makes you wonder who these guys are training with for a brown belt to dominate. I mean, when when Miller would be in guard, he would (laughs) let Vince pass guard every time. And then when he would get on top, he would mount Pichelle. He'd get to, he'd get to half guard and look like he was going to pass through and Go for any sort of jokes, right? It was like probably five times. I said, "Finish it." You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was almost like he was confused. And I'm like, "This is not. This does not look like a black belt rolling with a brown belt. Yeah. Especially not after you struck I, him in the face twenty times. You yeah. think he'd be yeah, able to yeah. dominate that?
3: I don't know. I don't know exactly where brown belt is on the scale, but it's one, one below black. One below black. Okay. So, so, yeah, for them to hype that up on the broadcast of like a, a brown belt has put in. Obviously, a substantial amount of time, and anybody fighting training is put in a substantial amount of time. Right. To me, a brown belt beating a brown a black belt is kind of like, you know, if a scratch golfer and a two handicap go out and have a match, and the two handicap wins, it's not necessarily shocking, right? To, I'm I'm not saying you're wrong about anything you're saying. I'm just no, I for where for them. I'm TV to hype up the fact that yeah, he's yeah. the difference. Well, maybe they were saying the opposite, but. I, I get what you're saying. I, it doesn't shock me that a brown belt could have a, one good yet, fight. That part doesn't a shock me belt. as
2: much as watching how poorly the black belt rolled. Right. Yeah, when okay. he's missing every yeah, opportunity yeah. that comes yeah, his I way. Jim Miller's I, been around a long. I time. I see what too. you're saying.
3: Yeah, might be a little. He's one of those guys. Yeah, you, maybe that's where you're going. Might be a little tired. He's had <laughs> he's had a shitload of fights, and yeah,
0: he's he's up there in age. I can't. Uh, I don't yeah, know. What's, I what's his up right
2: now? He's holy 15 and zero. So yeah, that's got to be close to. Yeah. He's that's got to be close to the top of anybody's amount of fights in the UFC, right? Cowboy
3: I mean, Cerrone probably has got... Yeah. In the in the UFC alone, if those are all in the UFC, that's yeah, that's
2: up there big time. Uh, let's see.
0: Probably most professional fights that I can think of off the top of my head is Alistar Overeem. Over
2: Overeem, yeah. I just looked up most UFC fights, and it says Donald Cerrone with 34. So those other fights are just all pro-sanctioned fights yeah, that he's
0: yeah. got. Cerrone signed in another fight, by the way. Nice. Yeah, anybody, anytime, anywhere.
2: Which is <laughs> motto. Give him John Jones. <laughs> You'd probably take it. <laughs> oh, let me update that because it also says right below and Jim Miller. They're both tied at that same amount. Thirty-four. Yeah. Okay. So he's that's a lot had of fights. fights. How old is Jim? Uh,
3: let's see yeah. He's got to be getting late thirties now. At he's
0: least
2: thirty-seven. He's thirty-six.
0: That's still that's pretty old for a fighter to take a beating and we
2: got a shit. turn of events here. Game, I know what I feel like at
0: thirty, almost thirty-five. I can't From, imagine fighting forty nose. fights and then, yeah, it's crazy. Huh. So a couple of the fights coming up that I'm pumped for, um, Anderson Silva is fighting Uriah Hall. Dana White said this will be Anderson Silva's last fight.
1: How old is How old is Silva?
0: Uh, he's gonna, be player, gonna be late 30s as well.
1: I would, I would think
3: he's in his 40s.
0: It's almost so. It's really sad. Like what happened to Silva makes me wonder what would have happened to him if he doesn't break his leg.
1: Yeah, right.
0: I mean that guy was on top that's of the all I, world. Whenever
1: I hear his name, that's all I think about. Yeah,
0: Up guy was on top of the world and 45. He got Yeah, he's how old? Forty five. Yeah, so he's done. Yeah. He's done it for
1: this. Up until the fight where he broke his leg against Weidman. That was what? He's probably seven years ago. Uh, before I even at least five,
3: yeah, it was quite a while ago. Silva's loss to Chris Mott Weidman, when was that? Uh, up until that fight, you you always had this argument between Silva and Jones of who was the greatest fighter. Everyone around. wanted to see that super fight, yeah, because uh, you could, at that time prior to him breaking his leg against Weidman, you could argue that Silva had that crown of the, of the greatest at? ever. Who Silva? Yeah, 185. 185. So they probably would have had to meet at one ninety five or something.
0: Yeah.
2: That feels like it was yesterday, but it was 2013. So you guys were oh, the money. Wow, that was nasty. You and see, then he, you got, see knocked, that? he, oh, he yeah. got
0: knocked yeah. out by somebody too, right after that. Silva did.
3: Yeah. He
0: just never was the same, and it was just it was unfortunate. Yeah. I mean,
3: he went on to take that short notice fight against Cormier, I believe, right at heavyweight. Yep.
0: There's was, right there's a heavyweight win for Cormier and that he was like yeah. bragging about.
3: It. It's like, against, come on, man, against a 40 year old. One eighty five. Guy was
0: probably forty four at the time, and just he, he took it on a week's notice.
3: You think
1: he wants to fight Maynox?
3: He happened to yeah. <laughs> Wherever that whoever, I can't remember who Cormier was supposed to fight that time, but Silva just happened to be in the city. It was probably Vegas. He just happened to be there and said, "You know what? I'll fight him." <laughs> so Cormier probably weighed sixty pounds more than Silva did yeah. in that fight. That's crazy. But yeah, that's you're right. That's that is a good example. That's a, Graves- that's he- a that's greatest greatest heavyweight of
0: all time. It's yeah,
2: he- a win on Cormier's record.
3: Right.
0: Yeah.
2: He fought Weidman twice in a row. Yep, yep. And then he fought Diaz, and then Bisping.
0: Diaz, who knocked him out? Did Bisping? No, somebody knocked him out. Diaz Bisping. He was dancing around doing a thing, and someone caught him on the chin. That
3: was Wideman. Wy- on- was that Weidman? The second, yeah, the second, second one. one against Weidman.
0: He lost to him twice, right? Yes. So yep. yeah, it was yeah, that Weidman. I kept thinking it was Weidman that knocked him out. Yeah, so.
3: that's where he he had his
2: hands down. It was.
0: And Weidman caught him. And
2: Wyman just knocked him out. Yeah, yeah. He was doing his Anderson. a WWE John Cena, you can't see me. <laughs> he was just doing, typical, and like, and yeah, just doing his typical, like,
0: yeah, just doing his typical silver that, thing.
3: You still got his list up there? I do. When did he fight Cormier? He fought Cormier somewhere. I assume that was in Vegas. That was a snap pattern.
2: He fought Daniel Cormier July 9th,
0: 2016. 2016. That was in Vegas, yeah. International Fight
2: Week. Yep. That's when that was. Yep, so that's why. So Silva so, was in town because
0: so of all the yep. – he was right. a Hall of
3: Fame member. Happened to be in Vegas.
0: And then, uh, so the, the other fights coming up. I mean, Silva, we have the Lewis fight is announced. Mm-hmm. We have the light heavyweight title announced with yep. um, those boys, Reyes. Reyes. Which I kind of question why Santos didn't get that. I'm assuming he's not healthy to fight yet. Yeah, he might right be right. back to training,
3: but he yeah. might not be cleared to fight. He's the one that tore like all five ligaments against Jones. Both knees, yeah. That's the one fight against Jones where I, like, why did you not finish that fight? Yeah, for Jon Jones.
0: Yep. Uh, What was the Gaethje and Khabib's coming
3: up? I'm pumped for that one. So
0: some good fights coming up this winter. They just announced.
3: uh, I always enjoy watching Holly Holm. I think she's one of the. She's almost kind of like the the Cerrone. Yeah. Just keep signing me up. I'm gonna keep fighting. I'd like to see her. I'd love to see Holly make a run. Yes, make a run and win. She's one of the – seems like the good, positive personalities that the UFC has. And Yeah, it'd be nice to see her get a couple wins.
0: Here, I want to see a good video right after she won. She beat Rousey, won the belt. Look it up on YouTube. There's a guy that serenaded her in the stadium. Do you remember that? The guy that had the question, the fan question? I don't remember. We'll look it up after this. It's pretty funny.
3: I don't remember that happening. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um. Do you guys want to move on to uh three stars?
1: You want to get our golf bet in?
0: We can get our golf bet in, yeah. So the, what is the bet? We explain the bet and how much. Is it twenty doll oh,
1: hairs? Yeah. You wanna do twenty doll hires? Sure. Twenty bucks. Top two. Deer. Um so we're gonna choose a guy. Each of us are gonna choose a guy in the top thirty in the FedEx Cup rankings. Low yeah.
2: line yeah. geese.
1: You got a duck in here? That <laughs> duck we then uh a guy we're going to choose between 31 and 70 and 71 plus yep. um and then it'll go the winners will be based off the lowest combined number at the end of the So FedEx this is for Cup the entire playoffs?
2: Entire playoffs for so next 3 weeks. You we, we don't want to do we... earnings again. So for earnings seems to be pretty straightforward.
0: Is it FedEx Cup earnings or
2: tournament earnings? Yeah
1: yeah, I mean cuz isn't it Jay isn't it earnings jacked up in the last week?
2: Yeah, that that makes it more exciting, kinda, though, doesn't it? Because you want your guys to make that. You could make, make that
1: same
3: argument for Morikawa, at <laughs> the major. The purse is much Yo, bigger. Yeah. I
1: I don't know what you guys want to do, earnings or just where they finish. I'm not in charge here. Yeah, this is your butt. I, I was say, gonna go just off their finish. I say earnings. All right. FedEx we'll Cup earnings. earnings.
3: All right. We'll so let's do you, earnings. So if you pick the winner, you basically win because they get the ten million dollar purse. Is that what
0: we're right. saying? Yeah, but what is it for second?
2: Yeah, well, are we gonna? That's the thing, we right? We do total points. Total well, FedEx if you just Cup do earnings, just in.
1: don't include the ten million in it
2: because they still win. Like that's a bonus check. You still have basically they still have they to still win, win like Lake, if right? they win
1: East Lake, they still win like one point. Yeah, it's two separate so it's five it's million or tournament winnings for the next three weeks. The tournament winnings. Okay. Okay.
3: I'm good with that. We should say we're so the reason you pick the numbers like we're gonna yeah, pick agreed. one golfer between <laughs> one and thirty on the FedEx Cup rankings because. At the end for the championship, to move on to Eastlake, you have to be within the top 30. 30. Right. So we're basically going off today's standings. Yep. One guy from the top 30, then 31 to 70 moves on, I was going to say to add cetera. more
2: clarity, this week it's the top 125. Correct. It gets cut to the top 70 next yep. week, and then the top 30, the top 30 go to the Coca-Cola right. championship, I think Used they call it be, still. Used to be, yeah. Tour it's at East Lake regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
3: So we're just kind of using those thresholds based on right. today's. Standings And we're
1: picking one golfer One golfer from each From the top three Section Sections
3: Go
0: ahead and You can go first
1: Alright My 71 plus I'm taking Alex Norin
0: Okay Wish i write this No I'll get it from you later
3: Yeah we'll get it Yep uh, My 71 plus
2: I'll take Tommy Fleetwood
0: My 71 plus is Ricky Fowler
2: I knew that was coming Hopefully he doesn't miss any six inches. Uh, My seventy-one plus is Harold Varner the third.
1: It's a good
0: one.
2: Yep.
1: So I'm going Matt
2: Wolf, thirty-one to seventy. All right, I will take uh, Patrick Cantley. Rory. I got Matt Wolf as well. I'm sticking with the Copenhagen gang.
0: I almost took Matt Wolf, but I'm like. <laughs> 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 Your mom you YouTube. I, I, was, I was just going to say drunk, that. of the.
1: And my top thirty pick, just for Kyle, I'm taking Bryson. Oh, that's not who I expected him to say. So next week, Taylor, you drunk, sit there, slamming, drunk, slamming. <laughs> Adam sitting there.
3: Yeah. I gotta go with my boy Justin Thomas.
0: I'm gonna go with a stretch, even for top thirty. I'm gonna go with a former FedEx Cup champion, Billy Horschel. Mm-hmm. He plays well this time of year, and he started last it's
2: week. A cash cow. I mean, why not? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pick Dustin Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: You Not better the King hope. of the Copenhagen Crew. Yeah,
2: you
0: so. might hope the Copenhagen Crew. <laughs> Jeez, who's on the Copenhagen Crew?
2: Oh, Brooks Capka, Dustin Johnson, Matt Wolf. I mean, Jason Duffner, Harold Varner. You ever see that guy? Yeah. I hope he carries a whole roll in his back. Capka
0: chews Grizzly
2: though. No, he chews Kodiak. That's even worse. Or than Kodiak yeah. bear. That's like I bear. can't support my family <laughs> starter pack right there. <laughs> I need to chew butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our three stars
0: of the week. My God. Um, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to stick to golf. My third star of the week is Jim Herman, the 42-year-old who won.
1: The CPA? (laughs) Yeah. Who?
0: (laughs) He won last week, um, 42 years old. He was one – or he was how many – he was one shot outside the cut with four holes left on Friday – Made the cut on the number. You're gonna make it over there, Copenhagen crew. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: Spit on himself.
0: <laughs> he's now 54th in FedEx Cup points. Up until last week, his best finish was T27, and he had 192 FedEx Cup points in the prior week. He actually made a comment to somebody that he was hoping to just do enough to make the Corn Ferry Finals. Right. That's what he. That's so, what his hope was.
1: I did hear a stat which. Mind-boggling when you think about it. Jim Herman has three PJ Tour wins. Tony different. Finau has one. What? Jim
0: Herman also won <laughs> all three with each one with a different putting, <laughs>
1: right? Putting grip,
2: putting stroke.
0: <laughs> so my first, my third star of the week is uh, Jim Herman.
2: Moral of the story: Set your bar low, and good things will happen. Right? <laughs> yeah.
0: He said he told his caddy, he said I I was struggling with the driver, and I missed like the first like four fairways. He's like, I just told him, like it's gonna be a quick week, right? <laughs> so turned it around.
3: Sweet. Um, my third star. I'm try I'm watching over my shoulder here.
2: Calling call the last away. minute audible so,
3: or something? No. So the we got the Canadians and the Phillies or the Phillies, the Flyers game on right now. It was four to two, so they must have reviewed must that have, last goal. Yeah, they must have reviewed it. But they were about they were about to yank Carter Hart and put. Brian Elliott in that Philly was. I
1: thought they – or did they put they, him back They in? may not
3: have because the goal didn't count. Anyways, what I'm getting at is the ironic part is Carter Hart was about to get yanked from that game, and he's my third star of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carter – so, Philly, ever God since God. ever since Ron Hextall left Philly in uh, – I don't know, it's, it's been at least 20 years. Philly has had this rotating door of goalies. They cannot find a starting goalie. Carter Hart is just 22 years old, recent draft pick of theirs. He's come in and been dominant. And this series against Montreal uh, was a game three. No, yeah, game three. He became Philly's youngest goalie ever to have a shutout in the playoffs. And then he went out and had a shutout the next game too. So he had back-to-back shutouts earlier this week at just 22 years old, which is very impressive to me. So Very Philly's
1: goalie Carter Hart, my third star of the week. I'm going with a goalie for my third star as well. Mark Andre Fleury became tied sixth with Ken Dryden for most playoff post post playoff wins for a goalie. Which beer have you had? None. <laughs> he tied Ken Dryden for 80 wins in the playoffs. What game did he play? Hasn't Leonard been playing? He played like game two, oh, three. Okay. All right. Um,
0: I was gonna say, and that's he's only different from the bunch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's easy wins.
1: <laughs> they well, they were alternating until Leonard did, did play the last two. Yeah. He played four and five, so maybe it was game three. Okay, um, and I think he's and he probably won't get it this year, but he's eight away from being top four. There's two guys tied at four and five with eighty eight wins, so he's got obviously probably a slim chance this year yep. to get eight more wins, but because Leonard's playing well, but. He's got a chance, so six all-time for Marc-Andre Fleury. Excellent.
0: You got any stars over there, or you want to go with the dud for the week? I'll stick with the dud format. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll wait until <laughs> our stars are over. Uh, my second star of the week is Charlie Woods, Tiger Woods' son. 11 years old, won a nine-hole U.S. kids golf event, shot 33. I looked up the course. It was 2,500 yards for kids, which actually isn't that short for 11-year-old. No. Uh, the two par fives are around 400 yards and a couple of par threes a little shorter, but some of the par fours were like over 300 yards. So bogey free, 33, with his dad on the
1: bag. Could you imagine being the other dad in that group? Yeah.
0: <laughs> when she took a picture with a guy, yeah. but I read somewhere someone was like, How'd you, you know, that guy woke up in the morning and was like, I got to go catting for my kid in a damn golf tournament. And you show up and your Tiger Woods is there, like, Hey, what's up, man? Probably made his day.
1: And he won by five, right?
0: Uh yes, he won by five. Coming to a golf course yeah. tournament near you, Charlie Woods is gonna be whooping everybody's ass really soon.
3: If if he could make it to the tour, you imagine the pressure that would be on him. I there, think there probably could be no greater pressure on an athlete than Tiger Woods son making it Have to you the seen DJ his
0: tour. swing?
1: Yeah. I have. It's, it's legit. If he yeah.
0: hits a gross spurt and he to be like 15, 16, he's gonna start kicking it ass. I thought the best part,
1: everyone's wearing shorts, even Tiger, and he was Charlie's wearing pants. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You gotta dress the part, right? Golf pros wear pants. <laughs> you didn't wear pants.
0: So my second star of the week. He's uh Charlie Woods.
3: I like it. Uh my second and first star, of course, we've already talked about, but um second star of the week, he's electrifying baseball at the moment. So I'm going with Fernando <laughs> Tatis Jr. I'm going to um, second that, so
1: we'll just stick with it. You're seconding that? Okay.
3: <laughs> I know we're doing stars of the week, but I have his season stats. And so he's hitting three he He's got 11 home runs, which I believe leads the majors, 28 RBIs. And one of the forgotten stats, the old-school stats, is runs scored. Yeah. He's got 23 runs scored, which is huge through 20 games so far. Yep. Um Reason I put up those season stats, it, I haven't I haven't studied the league yet, but to me those numbers through twenty games puts him on pace for potential triple crown.
1: Right. Yeah, so. he's obviously the only thing Blackman, the only thing that hurt him, but yeah, Blackman hit five
3: hundred or whatever. Yeah. The hell he's hitting still. But, yeah. yeah. So Tatis Junior, my second star of the week.
1: He is my second star as well for all the same reasons. Uh, dude, he's like I said. I bought a shirt last night. Even I was pumped. Which I one did you even, buy? They got like twelve uniforms. The, the brown, like, like the 12 uniforms, old school, uniforms. <laughs> they, old school they, they brown. Do. That's the only player shirt they have. You gotta oh, buy the no, pink. I, I, other- <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <God. laughs> I wish I had some others, but I had to. Uh,
0: my first star of the week is Alex Smith <laughs> back in pads. I don't know why this can is I, funny.
1: Can I second that
0: <laughs> back in pads after 21 months of what looked to be career ending uh, leg injuries? So, Alex yeah. Smith is
3: my first star of the week. Yep, feel good story. You want to second that?
1: I'll second. I'll give an honorable mention. Okay. It's more honorable than It's not first star. Charles Barkley calling Skip Baylison a punk ass on live TV last night. (laughs) I like it.
3: Uh, My first star, we've already talked about it a little bit, but uh, Nathan McKinnon, like I said, he's closing that gap on McDavid as the greatest hockey player on the planet at the moment. Uh five-game series against Arizona. He had 10 points, and he has scored. They had the round-robin games also, so they've played eight games so far. He's got points in all eight games. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, he, he looks, I think every once in a while in uh, in all the major sports, you get into the postseason, you see a certain player that just takes over like he wants that trophy.
0: Damian Lillard?
3: yeah, Dame, Yeah, Lillard's doing it now. I mean, we've seen, like, Guy like Patrick Mahomes do it recently in the NFL, eventually hoist the trophy. Uh right now Nathan McKinnon is doing that in hockey. So if you get a chance to watch the Avalanche games, they're gonna have tougher matchups going forward. Arizona was a little bit easy, but that kid is just he looks like he can taste that Stanley Cup already.
1: He's he helped my DraftKings tonight. Yeah. I
0: saw you tweeted DraftKings, you were pissed off. I'm pissed games get postponed you can't change your lineups.
1: Well, it's not like yeah. they postponed it before the 7:05 start time. The right. Braves postponed, I looked it up, it was like 7:18 when they postponed it. And right. then I can't change my lineup. After I had three guys. Time. My boy Christian Pace making his MLB right. debut tonight.
3: The fact that you didn't get points for those players does not surprise me. The lock time, it got postponed after the lock time.
1: Right, so they should allow me to switch them.
0: They used to distract, They used to, I thought they did. Maybe so some sports. But. If, if
1: a game gets postponed after the start time, they should allow me to, because it was delayed. The game hadn't even started. It's not like they. Yeah. It's not like they played an inning and then stopped. But
0: speaking of playoffs, I know we don't we're not big NBA fans, but the Blazers did win last night. They beat LeBron.
1: <laughs> he had a hell of a game, though. Did they win? No. But. <laughs> it's the playoffs.
0: <laughs> you got to win. <laughs> So my question to you guys is so my, my I want your opinions.
3: Lillard is better than LeBron.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Old statement, God. Sorry, what was sorry, what was the question? <laughs> uh, everyone's
0: saying it's a fluke, it's just game one. Trailblazers have no chance. I think there's a definite possibility that Portland could win that series. I mean, we're talking about everybody coming back off the same layoff. Everybody's healthy on every team. And Damian Lillard, no one's playing better than maybe uh, Big Dick Book, but he's not in the playoffs. But <laughs> no one's playing better right now than Lillard. And...
1: Yeah, uh, so I wouldn't say it's a fluke. I think Portland's legit, but obviously LeBron's one of the guys who can just put his team on his shoulder when he has to. I, th- I think they'll come out and play ne- tomorrow night like they did last night, and they potentially could lose again. If they lose again tomorrow, like you'll see LeBron put up 50. Are these best of five? Are they, I was just going to ask that. That's a good question. I, I was thinking it was best. Nah, boy. Of, I was thinking it was best of seven. If, if it's best of five, if it's then.
3: best of five, and they and Portland won game one, then they one hundred percent have a ch- legitimate oh, yeah. chance yeah. of winning
1: this. I was thinking it was best of seven, but you are right; it might be best of five.
3: We saw we somewhat already talked about with hockey the qualifying round that was best of five to get into the playoffs. There were three or four upsets that right. nobody would have predicted, right? And like you say, coming out of these lay this layoff, anything goes, man. So I, I, I don't, I don't watch enough NBA to really speak to confidently on this stuff. But uh, Damian Lillard is a legitimate. He's been on superstar. fire since he came back. I keep seeing on Instagram certain things. Hasn't he had like multiple sixty-point games already? He had two,
0: and he was voted Bubble MVP yeah.
3: by his peers. Yeah. So from my hundred-foot view, um, if Portland won that series, it wouldn't shock me.
0: Right. so What do you got over there, anybody? Got it? Best of five? Best of sevens? I don't know, I don't know. if 100-foot view is the
1: right saying. I believe saying it's best there. of fives. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's hard to find. That first round might be best year. of fives. Yeah. So you might see LeBron put up 50. But, I mean, he put it. he was like 28, 16, and 17 last night, which is. So once that, and Russ won't like this, but I don't know, he led the NBA in assists this year, which seems crazy for a guy that's been in the league, what, 17 years? I mean, it. Great. But, Great, but to right stat, but
0: he always has a ball in his hand too.
1: Right, but to lead the league in assists is, <coughs> it seems crazy to yeah. me. But
0: I just think we're not used to someone doing that at that size.
1: Right.
2: All right, so I guess that jumps to the dud. But first, I I kind of changed my mind. I do want to pick one quick star, mm-hmm. and I think you'll might be somewhat of an inside um, joke unless you're on Instagram. Uh, the featured group in the Thursday night league. I don't know if you saw Edmund Frank <laughs> played Club Pro guy. <laughs> She was bombing her driver at least 180 yards. And the way she hit her 9-wood and her 11 wood. <laughs> She was tiled in from 100, from 100 yards. <laughs> but anyway, on a serious note, uh, the dud of the week obviously goes to Segundo Oliva Pinto. Not him, but his caddy. <laughs> what, quarter him. final match, correct?
0: Um, uh, round maybe. of
2: 32. Yeah, one before the quarters. They're on the 17th hole. Against 18. 18. Oh, it was on 18, wasn't it? It was it all square going, going up right 18. On 18, and he's in the green side bunker. I guess you could call it that. might have been 20 yards short of yeah. the green, but regardless. And he's outside at the bunker taking some practice strokes, and the cameras are directly on him and his caddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pivotal part of the story here. And you see his caddy walk into the bunker, which is kind of unheard of to begin with. What are you going to do in there? And then he reaches down and decides to... Uh, I don't know. Build rub some sand. dirt in his hands. <laughs> build a, sand or build a sandcastle. Build whatever you want to call it, which is, I mean, in stroke play it's a violation, but in match play that's loss of hole. The loss of hole. Yeah. And when you're all square on 18, what does that mean? <laughs> you lost <laughs> the match. <laughs> yeah. Which, to add insult to injury, I mean, that sucks on its own to lose a match, not even by <clears throat> swinging your own club, but by this caddy you picked up who's apparently a local caddy. It was Even a though no him. one yep. seems to know this dude. Right. Uh Conspiracy theory there. So he, oh, go ahead. Yeah, now
3: nah, finish the story and then we'll talk about it a little
2: bit. He then goes on to talk to the cameras and say that he did not commit the violation. They had when an you aerial, still see his hand yeah. mark in the bunker, yes. and they had
0: like an aerial like straight down on him yes. doing it.
2: Yeah, the kid was a to- the segundo kid when they interviewed him afterwards. It was a total gentleman. I mean, yeah, the yeah. way that he didn't throw the guy under the bus when he had every yeah. right to. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to
1: see Star go on and win. And he obviously could have still lost the match. You don't know, but still.
3: My question is, and I legitimately don't know this. So, obviously, like you said, this was match play. That scenario, that penalty is loss of hole. Could the other kid decline that penalty? He tried. He tried. He did try. Yeah. He
1: asked. He said, "Is it just like a?" He said, stroke? Can He's like, "Can it just be a stroke?" stroke? And yeah. he's like, "No." I, I think he like felt bad. Well, I, I, no no one, one wants to win that way, way. Yeah. right? Yeah.
2: This is. Uh,
3: I know it's the rules of golf, but like it just doesn't feel right. So you I mean, like leaving lose.
2: flag sticks in. <laughs> My, yeah,
1: yeah. So if, I don't know if you guys continue. I was
3: gonna say if if it was his own caddy that he brought, and. He made that mistake. <coughs> then, okay, your own caddy screwed up. But you got to sign this caddy, and then he goes out like you say. I hadn't heard about you know if there are conspiracy theories out there, but you get assigned this caddy, and then he does this dumbass move. Like, I, it it just doesn't <laughs> feel right to me. Yeah, it was assigned
1: to him. They said, yeah, yeah. So I think I think it was J JT Poston's caddy. I think Aaron Fleener. Maybe I think his last name is Fleener. I think it's Aaron. So he, he tweeted after he's like, I understand it's the rules. He's like, But what am I gonna do? Like go in there and be like, Hey JT, it's sand in there. <laughs> like if it's wet, <laughs> right. th- yeah, if what was w- his, his end goal? What, right. what were you going to well, do? Well and but and I think he his point was like, I understand it's the rule, like but all I can do is like feel it and be like, Hey, it's sand or it's wet, but any guy can walk in there <clears throat> with his feet tell that it's kind of mushy. I did I was watching it live and I'm like
0: I for whatever reason I noticed instantly like why is First, I noticed like, why are we even getting in the bunker? Right. Like, he took two steps in the bunker, then he knelt down, rubbed his sand. I'm like, did he just do what I think he He's did? He's a
1: local caddy. Maybe there was something in there, and he was trying to make sure the. And he was like, of course, like, was good shape. I couldn't believe.
0: I'm like, oh my gosh. Did anybody else just see that this this happened, and then Strafacci's dad and everybody in America watching saw him do this, mm-hmm. and then he tried to deny it. Yeah.
2: It's, yeah, it's not even excusable if there was a loose impediment or something. I mean, that's the players. Yeah. Responsibility. Right. Especially when you're.
0: And it wasn't even close to the golf ball. Yeah, yeah. It was the, 10 feet away from it. It wasn't anyway, even close so. to the golf ball. So I don't know what he was trying to accomplish.
2: Yeah. <laughs> big, big dud. Oh, of the one week. <clears throat> at least last quick thing before we go. Uh, ben Cook. Did you see yes, that? congrats lit to Ben lit Cook. It up this week following his wedding next day. Decides he's going to play so he can <clears throat> qualify for another PGA <clears throat> championship, hopefully. That's yeah. a hell of a 20 D- what? That's oh, his his caddy? <laughs> no, but to let him play in the term of the day after she the cat- wedding. For him. I, I know. but <laughs> Well, he found a good one. I mean, uh, I guess you can't really go many places right now, so I maybe mean, yeah. that helped. He went 20 deep in three days with an eagle on the 18th hole de- in the last day. He definitely
1: went 20 deep. <laughs> oh my God.
3: Dude, his mom is listening. <laughs> uh, seriously. So, <laughs> Taylor's a nice kid. <laughs>
0: I just picked him up from church a couple days ago. Uh, he needed I, a ride because the pastor had to stay after who he rode with. Bible
2: study. Uh,
3: I thought after Saturday maybe he did have a first star of the week.
0: <laughs> we'll get that off here. Oh, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Anything else, boys? No. All right. <laughs>
1: it's been fun fun?
0: Until next week. Hopefully your mom let you come back. <laughs> Later.
1: Good thing you moved out.